Welcome back to Revisiting Roseanne, an episode-by-episode look at Roseanne, the original run, of course, in the 80s, 90s. This week we're going to watch episode Mom and Dad something or other, can't remember the title, but let's get into it and see what happens when Jackie and Roseanne's parents come for an unexpected visit to the Connor residence. So we open up in the counter kitchen. Everybody's sitting around the table playing poker. We've got all the kids, Dan, Roseanne, Jax, the whole fam. Just having a grand old time, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. Who could it be? Boom. In walk the parents. This is the first time we get to meet Roseanne's parents. Um, Dad's not going to be around, you know, for very long. But, uh, you know, Mom we get to see through all the way to the end. So... Let's see how everyone's handling it. Let's see if I got this straight. We 
can't sleep. Grandpa's in the bathroom making those gagging noises. Ew. How long's he been in there? At least a half an hour. Well, he's probably got it all up by now. Why don't you go back to bed? Mom, he's really driving me crazy. If he says, pull my finger one more time. Well, now you know where I get my smart, sophisticated wit. I can't believe that man raised you. Now you know why I was so crazy to marry you so young. Well, it was because you were madly in love. Yeah, with the idea of getting out of my house. <laughs> Is there a place in here to sit down? Yeah, why don't you try one of these things we call chairs? We sit in them frequently. What kind of list is he making? Not that it's any of my business. A hit list. <laughs> He's just gonna go out to the store and pick up a few things. Please, don't get anything special for me. I'll eat whatever you have, but your father's diet is low sodium, low fat, and high fiber. So why don't we just get him some wood, you know, and then he can put muscle on him. Mustard's high in fat. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't care. I do, but doggone it, I gotta go. He's not working, is he? He's working. Well, I'm glad because your father worries, especially about your sister. He doesn't have to worry. Well, somebody has to. She's 32, she's unmarried. Heaven forbid that she turns out to be like your Aunt Dale, who teaches P.E. Speaking of Aunt Dale, how is Uncle Shirley? <laughs> also, your father is concerned because your sister lives in a building that needs to be fumigated. But I am her mother. It is not my job to tell her what to do. Oh, I get it. But it is your job to tell me to tell her what to do. Yes, I'm sure petunias are perennials. <laughs> Jackie, Mom was just talking about you. Now you get to listen while she talks about me. So, are we going to talk about Roseanne? Certainly not. It's just that your father is worried about her. She seems so tired all the time. <laughs> You've been here a grand total of one hour. How do you know how tired she is? A mother knows. Granted, it is a different generation, but your father would have died before he made me go out to work. Dan doesn't make Roseanne work. That's what she tells you. But you've never been married. You don't know these things. What'd you find out about me? You're very tired. <laughs> hey, Ma, is two blankets enough? Two's fine, if that's all you have. <laughs> I have more. How many would you like? What did your father say? He says he's going to be sleeping out in the driveway naked. <laughs> How many blankets do you want, Ma? If you have two, two's fine. <laughs> I am this close to the edge, and if I go over, I'm taking you with me. She does have a way about her, doesn't she? If she wants to rag on your life, why doesn't she just tell you? I'm getting so sick of these behind-the-back conversations. You mean like the one we're having about Mom right now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why should I have to defend the guys you go out with? 
You shouldn't. And I'm tired of explaining to her why your house is so filthy all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's my business. Yeah, she just doesn't let up. Well, she's gonna let up because I'm gonna lay into her. Well, I'm gonna lay into her, too. That woman's not qualified to judge anybody's life. Where is she? Mom, enough is enough already. We gotta do this. Absolutely. I found this under your sister's sofa. Mom, why are you giving it to me? It's her potato chips, it's her sofa, it's her house. If you don't like the way that Roseanne keeps house, then you talk to Roseanne about it. You don't talk to me. And if you don't like the way that I run my life, then you talk to me about it. You don't talk to Roseanne. We, we're sick and tired of the way that you manipulate us. Is that so, Roseanne? <laughs> yeah, right? Manipulate's kind of a harsh word to use here. Just think what Jackie means. What she's trying to say is that we wish that you would just try to deal with us in a more direct manner, you know, if you want to. No, that's not what Jackie's trying to say. What Jackie's trying to say, where the hell were you five minutes ago? Jan, where do you want this cut? I want it set up in a beach in Cancun. <laughs> more often. Uh, where are you guys going to sleep? Anywhere is okay with me. Hey, I don't sleep anywhere. Well, these, these cots are pretty nice. Oh, I'm sure Mom and Dad don't want to sleep on any cots. What did we do last time? Last time? Completely blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> you guys don't mind sleeping on cots, do you? I can sleep anywhere. Why don't you and Dad just take me and Dan's bed, and we'll sleep out here on the cot? Honey, I can't sleep on these things. Last time, Darlene and I slept downstairs on the cots, and Grandma and Grandpa slept up in our room. I want to sleep on a sleeping bed. Go, oh, that's not what we did last year. Well, I'm very particular about where I sleep. What does that mean? I'll tell you something about me. I'll never sleep in a communist country. <laughs> I'll visit one during the day, but I'll never sleep in one at night. Well, God bless America. Can I sleep in a sleeping bag? Now go. How about what I said? What did you say? Forget what she said. Please, let's not fuss about this. Dad and I can sleep anywhere. Darlene and I slept on the cots, and Grandma and Grandpa had our room. This cot still smells from where we found the dead pigeon in it. Okay, DJ and I must have both slept on the floor. Mom and Dad had DJ's bed, but then that couldn't have been because DJ's bed's too small and they would have been uncomfortable. Jackie, you were not even here. Temper, temper. Then how come I can remember it? Because you have total recall of all things imaginary. <laughs> Let's be lazy, shall we? Can we come to some sort of conclusion here? Okay, you want a conclusion? I'll give you a conclusion. Okay, Jackie, you go sleep in DJ's bed. DJ, sleep in a sleeping bag. Girls, 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 let's just be little ladies and go up and sleep in your own bed. Mom and Dad, you take me in Dan's room. Wait a minute. And I'm going to sleep here on a cot, and so is Mr. Flexible. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't have all this confusion once your father and I have our own place right here in Lanford. <laughs> sleep tight, everyone. Mighty night. <laughs> Well, that escalated quickly. You know, 
you hear, uh, you know, mom's got to talk to one about the other and back and forth and so on and so forth. And then they come up with a bright plan to stand up to her. Finally, after all these years, Jax gets it all out and Roseanne has no idea what you're talking about. But yeah, and then they drop the bomb that uh, they're thinking about moving to Lanford. But all in all, great scene. I love the back and forth, everybody running around, the craziness, the chaos. Love it. And uh, let's see how Dan and Roseanne are faring on those cots. You got any Kleenex? We're all out upstairs. Use Dan's bowling shirt. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. You know, this is the best room in your house? Yeah, because Mom and Dad aren't in it. This is our only sanctuary from them. Well, don't count on it. She'll figure out some way to get in here. And then you can stand up to her again like you did before. I said to your grandmother, Beverly. I call her Beverly because that's her name. I said, Beverly, this year I'm going to pay more attention to my stable than horses. You don't have any horses, Grandpa. Because I don't have a stable. Pull my finger, kid. Don't. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I'm finished. Are you guys getting ready for school? Yeah, we're really excited about it. That's great. They're really doing great in school. Al was always very concerned with the children's education. He was some father. What is it you always used to say? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him think. You used to say that? And you stopped saying that? He used to say that, and he doesn't say it anymore. He used to say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him think. And he doesn't say it anymore. I haven't slept. Because you had me to save your butt. Well, as I recall, I did a little butt saving for you, too. I swear we're only saying today because we kept each other that way. I know. We protected each other from Mr. and Mrs. Total Insanity. Yeah, like that time that you were in the eighth grade and you were dating that 40-year-old guy. <laughs> ah! He was not 40. Oh, he was the only guy at your freshman dance that was wearing a toupee. <laughs> Checking your backbone at the door. Well, fine. You blame your whole life on Roseanne. You turn into a little robot every time Mom and Dad come around. You turn into a little rosy two-shoes, and I'm sick of it. Hey, people who live in cockroach-infested apartments should not throw Shut up. I can't even talk oh, to shut you. Up. You always have to get your own way. Hey, it has to be my way. Well, you're standing here in my bathroom at 7.30 in the morning after my parents came out of my house and decimated Okay, my now they're your parents. Fine. You want Tell me when it's their anniversary. And you and you let them stay at your house the time they come. Good. And 
chug a beer. And don't give me that wounded little Jackie look either, because that only works on guys named Mike who drive El Caminos. Very dramatic, Roseanne. Oh, so now you're not going to talk to me. God, would I love to throw a hammer through a plate glass window. Don't wait for a response, Dan. Her Majesty's not speaking to anybody today. Hey, Jackie, who even asked you? Hey, I'm a part of this family, too. Yeah, when your hamper's full or your car needs working on. I've been a member of this family longer than you have. <laughs> well, that's something to be proud of. <laughs> you know, I saw a whole thing about this on Oprah, and that's just what we are, too. We're just like that. We are a dysfunctional family. Roseanne didn't fare too well on those uh, cots, you know. Dan had a spring sticking in his pancreas all night. They're having trouble sleeping, bouncing back and forth. And uh, finally they decide to salvage the last couple hours that they have before they got to get up and start their day. And boom, in walks Grandpa Al. Getting the paper and hacking up along as he walks by. Bev comes out. Talks about 
find some fruit, so on and so forth. And then we cut over Jackie and Roseanne trying to, you know, find some peace and solitude in the bathroom. Kicking it, having a conversation, then boom, they start fighting. Dan chimes in. They go out to the kitchen. So on, so forth. Then they find out they were just they were just throwing out ideas. They were just chatting it up. They're not actually coming to Lanford. Actually, they're going to head out this morning and go see uh, cousin so-and-so in Buford. He had gum surgery. So, yeah. Now everybody's happy. They smooches. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And um, hopefully Dan and Roseanne can finally get some rest. Let's find out. So that final scene was actually, um, I don't know what the history is about with them, but anyway, it's just a quick, you know, like blooper type scene, uh, because at walk out of the bathroom walks Bruce Willis, <laughs> he pops in, jumps in bed with Roseanne, she freaks out, obviously, I don't know if it was like known that maybe she had a crush on him or something, I don't believe that they ever like worked together, nothing that, especially back then, like, Nothing that comes to mind anyway, but um, but yeah, so they, you know, chuckle and uh, joke around for a second, and then he hops off. I guess he was on, you know, in the studio uh, working on something else, and he figured he'd pop in. But uh, yeah, so it was a funny scene, and yeah, other than that, everything's right with the world, so on, so forth, and uh, yeah, everything calms down. Who knows, maybe we'll get to see Bev later on in the season or the next seasons but other than that have a good week merry christmas happy new year happy holidays all that jazz hope everything's good with you and i will catch you next week thanks again for listening to revisiting roseanne i apologize for all the ums and the poor audio more than likely it will get better 
I do promise you. Um, there's another um for you. You're welcome. But stick with us. And like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Drop us a line at thepodcastpodcast2 at gmail.com. I know it's funny. It's in the description. Feel free to drop us a line. Let me know what you think. Constructive criticism, always welcome. And uh, like, comment, subscribe. I'll love you forever. Peace.